Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Right, we're going to head across to Maddie White, who is the morning's host in Australia in about 10 seconds. Um, and I see he had Garth Tander on the show, which is uh, which will be interesting to see what his reaction was. So SEN colleague Matt White in Australia, I think should be the the right now. There he is, Matty White. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Morning, Staffy. You've had Garth Tander on today. Uh, yes, well, the plan, Staffy, was to have both Garth and Shane on if we could make that happen, but I'm not sure if you've seen uh, Shane's performances this morning on Australian television. He's a little bit worse for wear, shall we oh. say. He didn't last, he didn't go the distance with an interview on the Today Show this morning. Uh, he had to step aside and, uh, and uh, relieve himself of... <laughs> A night of hard partying? Does that set a, a pretty ugly scene? Yes, so but, that um, will explain why he hasn't responded to our messages to come and have a chat to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, put it this way. So so the way they did it was they went Garth, who's smarter than the average bear and went home a little bit a little bit earlier than the rest of them. Um, Garth has now done all of the, or is doing all of the over here, our morning time radio and media commitments. And then they're going to hand over the mantle to Shane the Savo. So <laughs> SBG SBG's currently uh, trying to get some sleep, licking his wounds and trying to get some uh, colour back into his face. And then he'll take over the reins this afternoon. Has there ever been, and this is, I'm not attacking him, okay? So Garth Tander, has there ever been in Australia the alignment between him and the guy in the Mad magazines? Yes. Lee yeah, has? Yeah, yeah, the goof, yeah, yeah, absolutely. With the... With the with the goofy grin yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I mean, look, mate, I've I've known Garth for a long, long time and I've worked alongside him and, and I've known him personally for a long time as well and I've seen him at his, at his workplace time and time again and he's an ultimate professional. Yeah. The year that he won with Nick Perkett was Nick Perkett's first ever year at Bathurst and I was calling and at the very end I said, this is the year of the rookie and the pro. And the emphasis there was on the pro yeah. because the professional that day was the guy that got him there and the guy that brought him home. That's not taking away anything from Nick. But you're dealing with somebody who's been around a long time. He continues to keep learning. He non- he understands how to adapt and be a co-driver and what his duties are. And he's now a five-time winner of the great race, which is by no accident. I mean, you just don't clock up the numbers, whether you're a main driver or a co-driver, by accident at Bathurst. And couldn't have happened to a nicer bloke. But I did point out this morning, Staffy, in, in my opinion, and a lot of a lot of others' opinion too, of, of those that I hang around in the motorsport world, your man SVG is as good as any any driver in the world at the moment when it comes to motorsport. He, he's as good as, as anybody you could throw in. Obviously, your Formula 1s and your open wheelers are always going to be different. But this guy just came off Rally of New Zealand, Rally New Zealand, which was back in your backyard for the first time in some 10 years made his debut in the World Rally Championship. You can't think of anything more different 
than the WRC than to driving on bitumen each week. He finished third in his class, ninth overall. The guy will drive anything anywhere, and he does it at the absolute highest level. Clearly, he can't party with the best of them, or maybe he goes too hard, but he's, he's as good as a driver anywhere out there in any category around at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, our sentiments over here, and we, we sort of feel, are we being too parochial when we're just pumping up his tyres so much? But um, we, I, we, I haven't sort of identified why we've got so many good motorsport um, no. representatives, but when you add in Scott McLaughlin, you add in Scott Dixon, we've had, um, his name escapes me in Formula One a couple of years ago, um, Brendan Hartley as well. Yeah, we're flying with Marcus Armstrong and Liam Lawson in the Formula Two. We're really well served by motorsport, and they don't just make up numbers. Like I think there were nine Kiwis in Bathurst yesterday, and went well. And wasn't it good to see Murph back? Oh, it was awesome to see Murph. I'm catching up with him tomorrow, mate, so I'll, I'll get the full rundown. But, you know, it, it, the other part about that is, and, and Murph, a multiple winner up there, he's won four times as well, is that he was humbled to be there yesterday. He, mm. he, he has that much respect for the place and for the current drivers that he knew at his age, even with his talent, that he was like, okay, I, I've, I've, I kind of don't feel as though I should be here, which is which is wrong. That's just him being him. But... I think it showed to me just the enormity of the race meeting that he was at, that he, he knew that even somebody of his standing is is at a place that is – you have to give it ultimate respect, no matter what you've done there. I mean, you think about the great winners up there, Staffy. You, you think about Brock with nine, right, and Craig Lowndes with seven of them. Jim Richards got seven. Stephen Richards, his son, got five. So in the terms of those that have been up there, you've got two of the leading Kiwis of all time who have mastered our race a combined 12 times just between Jim and Stephen Richards. And, and when, when you say, you know, what, what is it? Why, why do we keep churning out these? Oh, it's history. That's mm. what I reckon it is. It, you know, it's, it's the history of those that have been in your backyard across all of those incredible motorsport categories from Formula One all the way through. And when the history's there... Um, you know the, the the drive is there. Pardon the pun to continue with that history, and and those that those that come after are those that are following some of the greats. And and I'm I'm stoked to see it. We're very very lucky that we can cross pollinate with our motorsport. Yeah, and, and it's funny, you know, like I'm certainly uh, I've said it to our audience just earlier. I'm no motorsport fan, but I am an absolute Bathurst fan. It's my Sunday appointment once a year. Mm-hmm. I don't leave the couch. Um, there's no ads. It's and and the spectacle of the broadcast, the cameras, the technology, the crew, everything they throw at it. I would go as far to say I think it's the best covered sporting event in the world that I watch. I, it's it, it just takes me into the pits. It takes me under the car, under the bonnet, into the um, the the race manager issuing out the warnings. It's 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 unbelievable. <laughs> it's it's very very different, and it's you know. It's not often that you can sit there and, and cover something for a six-and-a-half-hour race. I mean, you know, most things are done and dusted. We've been having a chat this morning, so I'm interested on your opinion on this. We've been having the chat off the back of this, uh, off the back of Bathurst, which, which I think is one of the great true blue Aussie sporting events. As to what, what are our great Aussie sporting events? Now, we've come up my list, Melbourne Cup, Bathurst, and Sydney Hobart. So they'd be my top three. Tommy's gone Boxing Day Test, Melbourne Cup, and state of origin. 
What is what is New Zealand's biggest, most Kiwi sporting events? Oh, I'd have to say Bledisloe Cup um, at Eden yep. Park would would probably top it in something regular. Um, Cup and Show Week in Christchurch, uh, the racing vernacular, they have in one week they have the the Galloping Cup, the Harness Cup, and the Greyhound Cup all in a week, all in Christchurch. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, ASB Tennis Classic is pretty good, which is just down the road from us. Um, it's had a bit of a hiatus because of COVID, and I'd like to see that get back. But probably the big, big one is the America's Cup. Um, we've had it for so long. Uh, well, when we lose it, we're still so invested in it, and when we can get to sail it at the viaduct down here in Auckland, it is, it is amazing. That is, that is iconic. It's not annual; it's every three or four years. But geez, the whole country getting behind it. Yeah, it says something, isn't it? That um, that one of your biggest sporting events is the Americas. Yeah, <laughs> but that makes that makes winning Which it even cool. more sweet because it's not even our name on it, and we beat America that's, at it. That's right. <laughs> but you guys hey, listen, led the way. That's right, and there's an. Or I don't know if you've seen it yet, but there's a great untold story on Netflix, which I'm finally seen managed it. to watch. Oh, how good is it? It's how absolutely brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant, incredible. Hey, quickly before we we bail out, um, you guys have had a good start to the Rugby League World Cup. Well, in terms of preparation, so 74 points just sort of put the queue in the rack against Leeds. Unbelievable that we did that to the second best team in Super League, albeit. They've been on a bender for a couple of weeks since the grand final, but um, yeah. absolutely amazing, amazing send-off for Thomas Lulawai. And I know you've got to go, but uh, New Zealand 41, Australia 17, first game of the Women's Rugby oh. World Cup, just in case you'd missed it. Yeah, just a little, just a little jab just to the ribs on How far, how far, can, I mean, what are the expectations for your team at the World Cup? What, what are the expectations of Kiwis? Um, expectation is semis. Uh, the expectation is England are the hardest team to beat. We'd like to think we'd be second hardest team to beat. Um, but France are right up there as well. So a semi. If we got England in a final at Eden Park for the Rugby World Cup final, hang on to your hat. That is going to be off the hook amazing because they're our biggest foe in rugby. The other team we like losing to least is England. Good on you, mate. Enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers, Matty. Maddie White out of Australia. I just said that off the top of my head. I don't know. Some people think I'm speaking on behalf of all of you. England, the rugby opponent you like losing to least, that's very different to like beating the most. You know what I mean? I like beating Australia for the Bledisloe Cup the most or whoever in the World Cup final. But the team you like losing to least, the one, the loss that hurts the most the most is England. Like it hurts when you lose to Australia and South Africa, but you know, and France, but you know, France, but England, England, it's the one I hate losing the most. It just reminds me of Martin Johnson and Lawrence Delalio and Neil Back and Austin Healy and Johnny Wilson. It just hate losing to England. Anyway, we will take a break and we'll come back. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.